Blog Talk Radio. All right, Kaylin Patterson, I know you're there. Yes, I am. That was your hello, cue. Hello. That's your cue. That is my cue to do what? Say hello to everyone. You know. This program is sponsored by the people be my folks. Yeah. The people be. Yeah, the people. <laughs> the number one, yeah. Uh, about the chief audition in the world uh, for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, all these muscles. There's so many muscles on this show. Yeah, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation for muscles. And if you are a drug-free uh, athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on, and you'll be able to drive your goals like what is the rage. <laughs> like a mad truck through ice cream, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, check this out. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it, do it. Do it with the muscles. Yeah. Got to do it with the muscles. The ice cream builds the games of the muscles. But anywho, check us out at people be muscles. Yeah, yeah, like the thing. Yeah, yeah, talk now, there's a really good talk. Because <laughs> we are here to pump you up. You are, yes. You are. Like, like the, the Mack truck, the pumping of the wheels of the Mack truck driving through the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Naturally made ice cream or naturally made muscles. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even stand it tonight. That's a good one, Kaylin. <laughs> All right, everyone. Welcome to P for P Real Talk with Desiree Kaylin. I'm Desiree, and he is. Who are you? He's a snicker doodle. But he is. He's the O'Kellen, the O'Kellen of the O'Kellen of the O'Patterson clan. Yes. Champion, champion of the snickerdoodle. And all things natural bodybuilding. If you make me choke before the show starts. All right, never mind us, never mind us. All right, we're pulling it together now, pulling it together. So everyone, welcome. Happy Tuesday. Glad to have you back with us. If uh, you weren't able to dial in last Thursday where we had uh, Dr. Joe Klimczewski, I always want to slur that Z. I never know if it comes out right. Klimczewski, um, check the archives. That was a really good show. We had a lot of information shared on intermittent fasting. I think we had some different opinions that were reviewed, but uh, still all good. Um, We looked at the pros and the cons, and, um, you know, it's worth listening to to find out if that is something that is right for you at your stage of health and wellness, whether you're an athlete or a non-athlete. Yes, Mr. Patterson. We don't want to forget he, how he just uh, he he disproved some of the the misinformation that was out there and that was shared mm-hmm. because a lot of people are good for the wrong reason and, and uh, he he basically helped out in that area as well and like I said it's a good one for the archives Des said it and she's so right and if you have uh, problems finding a link and you are following uh, Dr. Joe then you know he shared the link as well and he made that part of his program for tonight's show on his podcast. So he'll be addressing it again live if you want to tune in after our show, of course. Of course. Of because course. we know you're just... Of course. Yes, and yeah. And, uh, like the <laughs> and there you have it. Yeah. Flexing of the muscles. So, And we are going to be... We're going to be talking of the flexing of some different muscles tonight. Well, no, not totally different. I mean, they're all muscles, but we're going to be working on flexing those posing muscles. That's what we are talking about tonight. And, Kaylin, how do we feel about posing? Oh, guys, I I know you get sick of hearing it, but you have to know the importance of it. It's not just a gem look that's going to win the show. So we love, we actually love talking about the muscles and the posing and the flexing. Oh, yeah, all these good things. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> He's a rare form, right? 
All right. All right, guys. So there you have it. We are obviously going to be focusing on posing tonight, and we are doing it in a way that we typically haven't done in the past. I mean, we've had some posing coaches on, but tonight we are introducing a whole new posing school. You have that right. It's not just one coach here, one coach there. It is a group of natural athletes, many of them pros, if not all of them, if, and if all of you are pros, guys, I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with all the coaches, and you caught me. I haven't done my homework on everyone associated with the Midwest Posing School, but this is an actual school traveling workshop. Tonight we have natural bodybuilding pro Matthew Burdett, who's going to be on the show tonight, and the lovely Jess Orban is on the show tonight as well. Both of these two are with the Midwest Posing School. Matthew and Jess, say hello to everyone in listener land and introduce yourself. Good evening. Hello. Uh, Hello. All right. Go ahead. Okay, ladies first. Jess first, please. Jess first. Oh, okay. Um, I my name is Jess Orban and I am a Midwest okay. Posing School coach and um, I am a bikini pro with in the NBA and I earned my pro card back in the fall of 2015. Um, that oh, yeah. was my first. That was my first show. Um, I had had a fitness journey at one point. I had been um, pretty obese. Um, and over the years had lost some weight and wanted something new to challenge myself. I'd hit a plateau for a long time and um, decided that a better way to do it than to amp up the competition within myself and um, sign up for a bodybuilding contest. I honestly had no idea what I was getting myself into at the time, <laughs> um, but it really was an amazing experience and I really have fallen in love with the sport. Um, and um, doing it, um, I only I only do bikini posing coaching, but that has been a way for me to stay involved in a circuit that I'm very passionate about without actually having to diet down for a show. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, um, and, and, go ahead. And, and of course, you know, I had a uh, a similar uh, come into the sport. Uh, actually, I think uh, actually both. Uh, I I remember meeting Kaylin early on. Um, I was one of those guys that was overweight by quite a bit, you know, when you're over 300 pounds and it's not right for your body, um, you got to do something about it. And someone told me I couldn't do something. And then 11 and a half months later, uh, I was that I uh, lost 137 pounds. But one of the things that I worked on the most was making sure that I learned how to pose. And, you know, even then I was still, um, of fresh, and I still, was, I still wasn't perfect, but uh, I kept, uh, I just kept going. And um, I remember my first, actually one of the reasons why I, I harp on posing so much is one of the first shows I ever did. The class that I was in, you know, it was a pretty substantially large class, and the, um, I mean, they had us out there for thirty minutes plus. First time, for first time competitor, I was like, wow, this is rough. You're posing for that long, Caitlin. Have you ever been on stage that long? Yes, yes, I have, and it's 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 good because you realize the competition you're having, but it's really really rough. So yeah, it it's not for the 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 faint of heart. I'll say that. And what normally happens when you're on on stage that long is people lose it. You start shaking, and yes. you you weed out the people that actually um, you know are. I, I guess I wouldn't say lazy in the sense of what they've done for their body, but lazy in the sense of conditioning, of holding the muscle in place. And that's where you actually can separate um, a lot of uh, placings. And, you know, I, I've actually been able to uh, see that the more shows that I'm at uh, judging or uh, helping with uh, my own clients, you, you get to see a lot, of, uh, a lot of things out there. And, you know, I, I try to... I, I, I try to basically on the outside looking in, you're you're watching it, and sometimes you just want to like pull people and pose them so 
that they actually can show everything that they have. And, uh, and that's one of the reasons why, um, you know, I got with, uh, Jess and the rest of the crew, um, because it, it's needed for the sport that we're in so that people can actually continue to progress and not lose placings, uh, due to poor posing. Now, I find it, I mean, I find it interesting that, um, you know, with all of the posing coaches that are out there and all of the resources that are out there that um, can point to posing coaches, how hard it is to, A, if you're a newbie, know that you actually need a posing coach, and, B, be able to find a good one. And so, you know, but... For those that are in the sport, it seems like everywhere you turn, there's a posing coach, there's a posing coach, there's a posing coach. But even despite that, your group saw a need. I mean, what was it that actually sparked it? Was it indeed what you just said, Matthew, that you still just see so much poor posing hitting the stage? Or was there something in addition to that that really drew you guys together as a group? And who kind of spearheaded this whole thing? Well, actually, uh, I'll go through the uh, the list of a few of the uh, the other coaches that are are with us, and that's um, you know Anglin. She's a a pro WMBF uh, figure competitor. Uh, we have Chantel Webb, who um, actually lives uh, pretty close to me in Bloomington, and she's also a NGA pro. Um, of course, pro Jeff Orban, bikini extraordinaire, <laughs> and then um, actually Kimmy Arnoni. Um, you know, this was uh, that her and I had discussed years ago because of how much of a need there is, um, for corrective posing. Um, and, you know, she's one that's actually helped tweak, uh, even my own posing. Um, just a, just a amazing person and veteran in, in our sport. She's done so much for it, um, along with some of the other coaches. And it was just one of those things that, um, I, I've just I had such a big um, well I, if you guys know me you know that uh, uh, you hear the word yep. or the uh, the phrase APD and that's your mouth I don't know I don't know if you guys have uh, if you guys know what that means but if you haven't um, I call it atrocious posing disease or uh, <laughs> or how you want to put it because we see so many of these people. They get out there, and they have the world's greatest physiques, and they're just standing there. And then all of a sudden, they start posing, and you go, oh, my goodness, please stop. I mean, it, and it's not nothing as a disrespect to them. It's just more of, hey, you have so much to show, and you can't show it on stage. And when you do that, you know, from a judge's uh, perspective, it's hard to score what you can't see. I know that I know that for um, speaking probably just for bikini, um, it's become such a popular thing to do. Um, and as, particularly at the workshops, um, at every workshop that we've done so far, somebody from the class of girls that I end up working with will come up to me and say, thank you so much. I just didn't realize how much was involved. I wish that I would have started sooner. And I think that people really neglect this part of competing, that people are so focused on the dieting um, and the training aspect of it that people just really neglect this part of it. Then show day comes or two weeks before show day, and they say, oh, no, you know, this is something that I haven't worked on. And at that point, mm-hmm. not that you can't pull that out, um, but it's stressful, and um, and it really doesn't need to be. It's something that really is a craft, and if you spend a little bit of time as you're plugging away at the dieting aspect of it, you know, over however many weeks, months that ends up being, um, you can really get on there, and it's like riding a bike, and then you just nail it. But you got to put the work in. Yes. And uh, who better than Jess to make that statement and actually back it up? Um, one thing that uh, I, I love how Matt brought up about Kimmy, because when we were up in Grand, Matt, uh, Grand Rapids doing the seminar on the posing, there were very few people that wanted to raise their hands. 
when asked about if they knew or didn't know of the, the importance of posing. But I remember when Leaf had said that uh, Kimmy was going to take time during the seminar to actually show some of the poses and walk people through it, how many people left their seats and ran up on stage. It must have been about 15, 16 people. So that need is there. I think it's we're in an era of people that are afraid to say that they don't know or don't really fully understand. And so what happens is they, they're kind of to be, they're kind of scared to be the odd person in the room that doesn't seem to have it all quite figured out. And then you find out that actually no one has it all quite figured out. And uh, Matt brought up a good thing where he said that Kimmy is even tweaking him on some things, and then she definitely tweaked me because I was totally broken and, and totally lost and clueless. So, you know, I didn't mind raising my hand if I was the idiot in the room. But I think it, it becomes the point of I don't want to look like the, the person that doesn't know and so that brings about a lot of reluctance. And so you have to almost force it out of them to say, you know, hey, it's okay to ask something now because the worst time to ask is after the show and after the scoring's done because then it's too late. And, and you know, you, you like Matt was saying, you hate to see that because we have some phenomenal physiques that haven't won. And that hurts for it, whether people understand it or not. We want everyone that should be first. I guarantee everybody that competes. Once first well, place to be first place. Go ahead, Matt. To, to chime in on that, it's like how many people you see work so incredibly hard and their body is just so amazing that they can't even display the art, the art that they ha- they have made. Like me, I, I personally view every physique that goes on stage, whether it's my own, whether it's my clients, as it's their their work of art that they're displaying out there. How do you want to display it? And that's the biggest thing that I see missing from a, a lot of uh, competitors. And, I, I mean, I, I, I also look at it like this, too. I don't know everything. I don't know how my body looks in certain uh, angles because I can't see it. So I will always, always reach out and get help on my own posing because I know that I'm never perfect but I will do my best to be that way. And, and and that's what this is all about, is just continuing to better yourself. And I, I'll, I'll also put in there, I, I've met some very, very, very wonderful people along the way that didn't even know that they had the body they had until it got opened up by posing. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Very exciting. So I'm going to take us back one step here. And so let's talk about, the actual posing school itself, its structure, its format. We've got some listener questions coming in. You know, Delilah wants to know more about the school and where you do your seminars, and Sharon is asking similar questions. Do you guys travel? What is the price? How do we know when you're going to have a class? Just break it down for us from A to Z. So okay. So we um, do travel around the Midwest. Um, We have so far been in the Peoria, Illinois area, the Quad Cities in the Iowa area. We've been up to Madison, Wisconsin. Um, We have a Facebook page, um, Midwest Posing School, and we try to keep a couple months' worth of events um, out on the page for people to kind of have a heads up if we're going to be in your area. I know right now, Um, We're planning on doing our July workshop in the Peoria area, and then um, we'll be in Chicago in August. And right now it is $20 a person. Um, If you bring a friend, then it ends up being $15 a person. And they're two-hour workshops. Um, We kind of – it's a very laid-back atmosphere. We come in and greet everybody um, and then do an intro of the coaches who are there and then we break up by class and, and really just kind of dig in and get to work. Now, can I just jump in for a minute and say what a steal that is? I, I have not worked with opposing coach, whether in a group or individually, for less than $30 a session, and that's the minimum, and usually only for an hour. So 20 bucks for two hours and you know, you get to work with, um, you know, a variety of pros. I mean, that is one heck of a package that you guys have pulled together there. 
Well, one thing we we do add is uh, the 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 workshops. They're they're wonderful and great. There's always continued uh, critique and work and practice. So we do offer. Um, I mean, all of us uh, work on uh, the privates as well, and we do that via video. Um, or if they're close in, to our area, um, we will actually do in person. And you know, the the pricing is pretty similar to what what you said. And it's just one of those things that uh, practice makes perfect. Amen to that, brother. And so as a follow-up to that, James wants to know how often he should pose in relation to prep for a show. Every day. Every single day, if you can. I was going to say, I tell people – and actually my coach's wife is the one that kind of told me this because I remember when I first started competing, man, I was hammering home and stressing about my posing and I just would spend so long that I was exhausted after I was done doing it. And I kind of had to take a step back and, you know, during our prep, you're in the gym almost every day and I would spend 15 minutes either before or after a workout every day. And, you know, whether that was a great 15 minutes or a not-so-great 15 minutes, all of that adds up over time, and it's incredible how those 15-minute segments that you give yourself to work on that part of your craft just completely add up on show day. I mean, you really should be practicing every day. And I I actually have a a similar process that I do with a, a lot of my folks where um, at the beginning, like say we're about 12, 14 weeks out, we start at about 15 minutes, and then every couple weeks we add five minutes, um, especially with the, uh, the bodybuilder, uh, women's figure, uh, women's physique, women's bodybuilding, and uh, classic physique now. I, I try to harp on holding poses longer, squeezing tighter, because in, in a sense it's a workout in itself, and that adds to the um, um, extra work needed to be done, chances are you can actually uh, end up doing a lot less cardio uh, in the long run just by adding the the posing in. Hmm. Interesting thought. I guess I hadn't thought about like that that way, but you're right. The longer you have to hold any given pose, I mean, your heart rate is up (laughs) when you're contracting muscles for a length of time. So, Good thought. For all of you out there that hate cardio, not that you're going to get quite the same result of a calorie expenditure, but it's a thought. You can work that in there. Um, Another question is from Jake. He says, I cramp a lot when I pose after my workouts. Is it okay to try posing at a different time? My coach doesn't like me to pose unless it's when I'm tired after exercising. Well, I, I say that uh, drink some water and pose until you start cramping up a little bit. But uh, if not, you can always finish it later. You know, as long as as long as you're doing doing all the work, I, I think that it's going to be sufficient. Um, the hard the harder you pose, you know, there are chances that you're going to cramp. But after a while, uh, your body adapts and it does become easier. Okay, Taylor and Jess, you guys have anything to add to that one? I'll let Jess go with first. Um, I personally have posed regardless of whether I'm tired or not. Um, it really kind of, for me, always came down to a scheduling issue. Um, I did it either before or after the gym because I was there, but then there were times where I didn't work out that day and I would just go to the gym and I would practice posing just because I had a little bit of time. So. I think you kind of have to find what works for you, but also know that posing can be a little uncomfortable at points, and and you have to find that line of where that is for your body and where you can push it and where you can't. And I would say, I, you know, I get to a, a point, even, even my own, where I'm holding for about a minute and a half, two minutes, as hard as I possibly can. You know, it's it's not the most pleasurable experience, but it's kind of that just-in-case factor because you never yeah. know how long it keep you in that pose. Um, it, like anywhere from women's bodybuilding or um, physique, it's, it's all about how hard can you hold the pose to show the detail because once you've let up, 
You know, if a judge is glancing one way and then all of a sudden they turn towards you and you just relax, they're not going to see mm-hmm. that you have to, sh- have, have to show. So, but, you know, that, that's also, you know, my personal opinion. You know, some people can differ, but I think that if you uh, go through the, uh, the cramping as best you can and continue working hard, um, a lot of my people, I say, hey, you know, do it before you go to bed. You know, if you're, your workout's earlier in the day, you got a little bit. It's just, like I said, it's another workout, in my personal opinion. Yes. Uh, one of the things um, I'd like to bring up, and it, it's a big concern, and, and I know a lot of us, I know Des and I have seen it quite a bit of times where people are cutting water, and it's frightening, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully that's not the issue. But if it is, I would say it, uh, bring up the water intake. Um, definitely check and see if your coach is actually a coach. And, uh, you know, just people consider your health first. I, I'm sorry. It's, it's just getting to the point where it's almost frustrating, where, where people are abusing pe- other people's bodies and they're being paid to do so. So, it, it, you know, it's, fr- it's frustrating and it's frightening at the same time. But it is something we have to consider because, we, you know, all of us are going to be speaking on the safe side because these, these are the things we teach and we do. But there are people that out that are out there that just do not care about the people's individual health or the concern other than basically tagging themselves in that person's picture when they place well and if, if they survive the prep. So, you know, that's one thing that we have to consider. So, Jake, uh, you know, you don't have to put them on blast. Or just speak with them in person and, and ask them, you know, if you are cutting water, if that's the case, you know, why? And, uh, you know, why why are you cramping like you are? Because, uh, you know, your emphasis on a lot means, you know, it's probably when you start uh, posing in, until you're actually done and you're basically grinning and bearing it until you, the posing practice is over. So just uh, consider that. Um, be careful with your own health. Because, I mean, you, you're the only you you've got. So you just make sure that you're, you're in good hands and it's a prep that's fun and, 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 you know, fun to do. And it shouldn't – there's going to be tough days, granted, and we all struggle with them, but, you know, it should be a process that you can do and not just endure. Uh, Des? Um, and the only thing I would tag on to that, Jake, is um, I don't know how you're supplementing with vitamins and whatnot, but, you know, you may have a deficiency. Um, could be potassium, magnesium. You never know. So in addition to what Kaylin said, that might be something else to take into consideration because, you know, it comes down to what is the source of the cramp and how severe is the pain and how long is it lasting? Is it something you truly can muscle through or is it something you need to be paying closer attention to? So without getting long and drawn out, there's just some food for thought for you to look into. And as with everything that we say, do your homework, check it out for yourself, verify it and, uh, you know, find out what is best or really truly going on with your situation. Um, Let's see, and we we have a lot more questions that I'm going to try and get through here, guys. So, Jake, hopefully that was helpful to you. We're going to move on to Belinda's question. Uh, Jess and Matthew, she wants to know, what are the categories and classes that are represented at your seminars? So just who are you teaching posing to? Um, I, I just deal with the bikini competitors. Um, I don't have experience um, with any other classes like some of the other coaches do. Uh, I was going to say, I, I handle typically uh, quite a few different classes. Um, mostly, uh, as of right now, the men's physique, men's classic physique, and uh, men's and women's uh, bodybuilding physique. Um, and then we also have, um, uh, you know, our, our pros that uh, do the um, figure and they also have worked with uh, other bikini competitors as well. Um, we haven't had uh, too many women's physique and, and women's bodybuilding, but we're looking for you because guess what? We need to bring that back out on the on the, uh, on the as many shows as possible because I think it's a um, <clears throat> a couple categories that really really need to grow, in my personal opinion. Yeah, we had a couple of women's so, physique at the first workshop that we did, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. So I guess my follow-up question to that is, do you 
see who was signed up for a given workshop and match your coaches accordingly to make sure everyone's covered? Or how does that work given that, you know, you do and are able to provide coaching for so many different classes? We end up seeing who uh, is available to travel to that particular workshop. Um, we try to make sure that all classes are represented because that's how the workshop is advertised. Um, and so far that's worked out really well. And so whoever ends up uh, showing up that day, we've been able to work with them individually and, um, and provide help to anybody regardless of what class they may um, compete in primarily or even cross over into. All right. Very good. This next question is from Sheila, and she's asking, why aren't more coaches putting more emphasis on posing if it's so important to presenting yourself well and making the top five while competing? It sounds like many are being taught. Um, incorrectly. It sounds like many are being taught correctly, yeah, but I was wondering if that shouldn't be incorrectly. So, so what's right. the deal from your perspective? Why aren't more coaches putting more of an emphasis on posing? I, I personally believe it's just um, a part that some coaches don't really make time for. Um, I, I know true. that with very true my, my myself and my athletes, I harp on it because one, I don't want to add more cardio. So I say, hey, look, instead of uh, some extra cardio, we're going to do some extra posing. And, you know, they still sweat out. And uh, depending on the the type of physique they have, um, it really helps sharpen them them up quite a bit. I I just – I think that a lot of coaches don't harp on it because they don't think it's as big of a deal as it really could be. And that's just, of course, my opinion. Yes? Um, I know that's a really great question. Um, I know that in my experience, posing was always um, something that was kept on the forefront, Um, but I'm sure that there are coaches out there who don't necessarily make that as much of a priority because um, for whatever reason, maybe they haven't judged before um, or they just don't realize how somebody doesn't know how to pose, but they could have the most amazing physique in the world. If they don't know how to show it, the person next to them maybe doesn't have as great of a physique, but man, they can show it off and they've got great stage presence. And then they beat out that other person with the, with the better physique. So um, I think that it's also really having somebody take a second look at you. Um, there are poses, at least for bikini um, and tweaking, especially whenever I get to do one-on-one in-person sessions with somebody and I can actually move that person's body. Um, There are certain poses that look really phenomenal on girls and then there are poses that don't look as good. And I think that it's having somebody be able to look at your physique and say, what looks good on this person? What do we need to maybe tweak? What should we maybe emphasize because these are your strong points and maybe what are, what are poses that we could do for you that maybe mask some of your weaker areas? Um, and that takes a lot of time to do that. So I don't know if it's just a timing thing with some of the coaches. What, what, well, what, you, know, what you said was, was perfect because um, that was actually a, a thought uh, while we've been talking about this. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of even uh, other posing coaches, you know, especially in the, the bikini realm I've seen, they try to make everybody pose like them. And yeah. the the issue I have with that is every single person has a different body. We're, I mean, just like uh, nutrition and just like uh, training, everybody's individual. And the more people can actually see that even posing is individual, I know that, um, you know, two-thirds of my guys can't, pose the way I pose because I have a way different body than they do. And it continues and continues to uh, to change. And once they learn their body, oh, my goodness, the amount of um, um, muscle and um, poise that they have changes. And it, it, it looks amazing. But it has to be driven towards an individualistic style. Well, the, the one thing I'd, I'd like to add, I- Three things. Uh, the one 
that's first and foremost a lot is that you have coaches that simply uh, are saying that they've competed, but they haven't saying, been saying where they've placed. And then you have others that are Insta-famous, basically Instagram and social media famous, as far as taking pictures with their clients. And, and like Matt was saying, they look phenomenal. But in, when you see them posing on stage, it kind of goes away in a hurry. And, that, you know, that's because either they've competed and haven't placed well or haven't done, don't have the track record that they're saying. And then at the end of the line, it's basically not knowing how to pose at all and basically just sending somebody out there willy-nilly and hoping that the judges can see through all the crap and see what should have been backstage that's being presented on stage, and it's just not the case. So, you know, there's a lot of things that go in there, and, it's, and you know, again, I go back, this is real talk, so let's, let's be honest, there's a lot of people out there that really shouldn't be nutritionists or coaches, and they're doing a lot of harm to these people uh, it, without any concern for their health or welfare, and, and it's it's showing uh, a lot more and it's showing a lot sooner because the, the, a lot of these people that are competing now are getting the correct information and having a chance to basically compete as they should have been doing, you know, five and six years ago. You know, I, it's sad to say that we're finally catching up to where we should have been, and, and you know, that's sad in itself, but thank God that it's finally happening. So, you know, there's a lot of factors there, and, and, and like uh, Matt was saying and, and Jess was saying, if, if you don't have somebody that can basically give you the right input, it shouldn't be – you shouldn't be scared to ask someone else. I mean, there's, there's a lot of misinformation out there, but there's a lot of good information if you ask correct people. And if you ask around long enough, you will be in, put in touch with the right person that can address the question you're asking. And if you have a good coach, if they don't have an answer, they can put you in touch with somebody who does, or they can research the answer for you and be able to ring in somebody else's ear and get the right information for you. Because as a coach, you are number one, not them. So, you know, you you, you definitely put your, your client ahead of everything because that's what they're paying you for so they can be best represented. So these things need to be considered. Um, I'm glad we have these questions. Thank God for you guys. I love the way you're going with this because you're actually understanding that it is that important. Beth? Kaylin, you, you hit everything. You hit it on okay. yeah. the head. That, that, that right there is the, the best statement ever because um, you can tell, uh, you know, uh, coaches that are about themselves or you can tell the ones that are about the people that they work with. You know, mm-hmm. it, I'm sorry, but if you're posting a selfie a day and there's nothing about your clients, I, I, I know I wouldn't work with you. No. But, but I want to be Instagram famous. Woo-hoo-hoo. I think it's an important rule of um, whether it's bodybuilding or whether it's any other, you know, area of your life to be a little philosophical for a second. But if something doesn't feel right, um, especially when it comes to your body, ask why, ask a question. Um, it's been in my experience. Um, I'm really lucky compared to some other competitors that I've met over the last several years. I haven't had a really bad coaching experience. I haven't had a bad coaching experience at all. Um, my coach is phenomenal, but um, Rock. If, you ask, if, you, if you ask why, and they can't provide an answer, nor, do they, nor are they humble enough to say, you know what, I'm not sure, but let me get the answer for you or let me – you know, resource that out so that you can have somebody to help you with that mm-hmm, run mm-hmm. because that's somebody that doesn't care about your overall well-being and this is an extreme right. sport and you need somebody. Your money should go to coaches, posing or otherwise, that genuinely care about your well-being and your health. If they're not Amen. about your success, they're not right for you. That's that's mm-hmm. my, my personal opinion. And um, actually, uh, I I love Justice Coach. Uh, I, he is by far one of one of the uh, the greats that's out there. Pete Pitchin. Uh, oh yeah. You know, hey, I, I got to ha- I, I I got to hang out with him uh, this last weekend uh, backstage. You know, I mean, my clients and his clients. I mean, we were both up for a a, a a team award, and hey, 
somebody else uh, took it from my, either one of us. So I was like, okay, hey, cool. We we all brought them. <laughs> Very cool. And then on the flip side of all of this, not everybody has a coach. And they are handling their own strength training. They're handling their own nutrition. And they're out there watching YouTube videos trying to figure it out. So that's part of the equation, too, because they just don't, A, either know that there is someone local that can help them with coaching or know how to go about finding a coach, or, B, they just don't understand, again, the importance and or don't feel it's in their budget. So not everybody has a coach. So you're running the gamut of all different experiences once they are on the stage. But uh, that kind of leads me to my next question because there are a lot of people out there that do turn to YouTube or Facebook for videos of people doing their thing. Um, and I, I watch a lot of people pose myself. I'm always interested to see what their styles are, what's working, how their bodies are moving. And so Linda is asking, who are some good YouTube folks, if you guys have an opinion on some, that would be beneficial to watch from opposing perspectives. It's yep. funny that you, that you, comes you, up. It's funny that that comes up because I'm I'm reminiscing about my first prep here for a second because um, I was doing an ungodly amount of cardio at the time and watching YouTube videos um, and posing was actually how I got through a lot of sessions. <laughs> um, but... I didn't necessarily because, you know, people, if you're good at something, there's not, they're not just generally putting it out there for free. Um, so unless something over the last couple of years has transpired on the internet, um, as far as free posing coaching, um, I, you know, I, I can't speak to that. But what I did um, was I picked federations um, or even specific shows that I plan on competing in. Um, and I tried to look up the last couple of years, and I looked at girls as key walks. Um, one, to kind of see what look, because um, bikini is just so all over the place, depending on even what show, what federation you're doing. Um, there you go. So part of it was to see the look, but then the other part of it was to see, okay, how can I move my body? Um, and, I, and I think that that's a great place to start, um, especially from, you know, an economical standpoint, because it's free. Um, but I think that what that's lacking is an eye for somebody to look at your personal physique and adjust you or make tweaks to your body um, because what you may be seeing in a YouTube video may not best showcase your physique. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a very good, very, very good point. You know, I mean, me, me personally, I, I remember uh, getting the uh, Rust Testo DVD and uh, <laughs> working on I don't know if you guys remember Russ Testo, but no, he's an amazing poser, and he had so much fun on that stage. I said, I want to do that, um, because I, I was always the, the guy that loved uh, Ed Corney and, uh, you know, Reg Park and all, all the all the, uh, all the old greats, and so that that was just always there for me, but a lot of people just don't do that. You know, what I do recommend people doing is watching uh, – you know, the, the natural shows that are broadcast or put onto YouTube. And, you know, I, I've seen stuff from uh, Philip Ricardo, you know, and his posing routines, let alone, uh, you know, watching all those guys on the big stage. Um, they have the YouTube videos out there. You know, you watch them go through the quarter turns. You, you, you do all that. And the same thing with, like, uh, Jeff Alberts, you know, another, another uh, great poser. It's all out there. Mm-hmm. However... Some of the the individual stuff that you see out there, again, kind of like what Jess was harping on, it's not always for free, and uh, they they do uh, charge a pretty coin for it. Yes. Um, one yeah. of the other things I like to add that is um, when you're dealing with uh, organizations like Jess had, uh, had brought up, if it's not uh, the criteria suited for the organization that you're competing. And, you know, because some of these YouTubes are great posing for that individual, but like Matt was uh, targeting to, is it's unique to them. If it's not unique to you, it won't look as well, and it might not be for the right organization that you're competing. So, you know, you still got to do your research. You still got to do your homework. And it's still best to ask around to find out, you know, what's going on. Because if you go in blind, I guarantee you'll look like a blind man on stage as well. 
So, you know, there's a lot to consider. And, and like I said, these are great questions, guys. I'm really loving the, 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 the questions you're asking because it shows that you're really taking a, a better concern for what's going on. Yes? Um, I think you guys have covered it, but Jess sounded like you might have had a follow-up comment in there. Do you still have it? Um, I was just going to say, and I, you know, I can't really speak to some of the other classes. Maybe Matt can kind of chime in on this. Um, but I know particularly with bikini, um, some federations have half turns and some have quarter turns. And um, mm-hmm. I think that the other aspect of it is when you hire a posing coach, I personally think that they should know those things and they should be able to guide you through those. I know I do with, with my posing clients. Um, and again, that's something that you're not getting um, with some of the free content that is available online. Yeah, and that's uh, and an awesome def- point. I, I will I will definitely uh, agree with that, Jess. Because um, you know I, I have uh, uh, when it comes to posing, I have athletes on uh, a couple different sides. Uh, when I end up getting uh, MPC clients that do men's physique or um, um, uh, bikini, they're half turns. They're they're always half turns in, in in that crowd. Um, I think they kind of. I I don't think that the that organization kind of uh, harps on uh, posing as much, uh, just from you know my dealings with it. But uh, that's the reason why I like uh, some of the uh, the NGA, the uh, NAMBF, the WMBF. They they actually warrant uh, a little bit more of the poise and posing that's on there. So they'll do quarter turns versus half turns because your body can change just in a quarter of a turn. That's for sure. Yeah. I can't, and it feels different. I mean, it's. I mean, and I can only speak from a bikini perspective, but your transition, it it it's different, and it feels different moving from a half turn to a quarter turn, and balance, and all of those things come into play. So it's definitely good to know what your requirements are, and have a coach who is in the know. <clears throat> those are great points, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, and I'm actually going to move us along a little bit because we're starting to run short on time and we've still got questions coming in. But thankfully, Bryce and Samuel, I know, I know, that's always the deal. But, hey, Bryce and Samuel, you guys are like, you must have a mind meld or something tonight because you guys are wondering the same thing. They want to know, how do you know when you got it right? How do you know when you nailed that pose? You know, and, and, and I'll tag on to that because, when you're in the mirror and doing it, it's one thing. But when you're on stage and you've got no mirror, it's another. So how do you know when you've got it right? So th- this is something that I try to harp on to people so much. The mirror is great, and it's a great tool, especially when you're, when you're trying to see what you've built. However, the mirror is also the double-edged sword that – you could pose in the mirror all day long, but guess what? Come show day, it's not there. And mm-hmm. that's the reason why finding your cues and working with somebody who actually has an, an eye, somebody that, in my personal opinion, um, can actually sit down in front of you, you at a little bit of a distance, and look up at you and see if you're showing them everything. Because, of course, as we know, posing to the judges is a little bit more important than posing to the crowd. And if you're not showing the judges what you have, that's another drawback. And you need somebody to give you that set of eyes that's going to say, hey, look, I can see everything that you're trying to show. And you'll be able to, like, once you find where that point is, you just remember where that squeeze, where where that tension is, and you try to mimic that every single time. And that's where that practice will make perfect. But that's, again, my opinion. Right. Jess, do you have anything to add to that? No, I would I would absolutely agree with what Matt had to say on that. Um, I think that also kind of going along with that is when you're practicing, you don't you end up not needing the mirror after a while. Um, you make yeah. that mind muscle connection if you're really paying attention to your body and you really are putting the time in to practice. You get to a point where you don't need that mirror anymore, um, and that's when you know that you got it right when it's consistent and when you've practiced enough that it's just a part of your movement on stage. You don't have to think about it. 
going to become second nature, guys. So I think that's a part of what they're saying. So if a given pose isn't quite second nature to you, like you could do it in your sleep, you might just need a little more practice to know. But I will say don't stress yourself out over it because we are stressing people out, folks. I will let you know we're getting hashtag stressed. Um, so just become more consistent, and that will help with the stress, more consistent in your practicing. Um, but here's one. Um, he's, this is from Jacques Leroux. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But he says, I'm now nervous and more concerned with posing. I'm four weeks out Woo! from my first show in Canada. Do I have enough time to get it right? What do you think, guys? You have Can Jacques pull it off? Plenty of time. Plenty of time. You'll get it. Yep. That, that, that's, that's what we're, we're saying is just take the time after your workouts, before your workouts, whatever time you're going to make, and keep lengthening that time and practicing, and it will unfold. All right. Awesome. Kaylin, do you have thoughts on this one? Yeah. Um, the closer, this is one thing I've learned. I'm sure everybody else has seen this as well or haven't have gone through it themselves. As the more you improve and the better you get, the more people want to offer advice. And a lot of times it's not advice that really pertains to where you're going or what you plan to do. Um, it's very important once you start a process and start the prep that you stick and adhere to that if you realize this is working and I'm, I'm actually healthy doing it. Uh, posing is is pretty much the same thing that you're you're going to have plenty of people that are offering all kinds of advice that doesn't amount to a hill of beans, and it's actually going to hurt you or slow you down, or basically put you behind in your prep. So you know it's it, it's good to ask, it's good that people want to offer, but consider the source, please consider the source. If it's your best friend and all he did was watch something on YouTube or you know, talk about a show back in 97, then, you know, maybe it's not such good advice. And, you know, you don't have to sit there and slam them or throw them in the garbage, but you do have to consider the source <laughs> and realize that this is something that you set out to do long ago and they basically jumped on the bandwagon when they see now that you could have a good chance of winning and they just want to put their two cents in and take a claim to it. So, you know, consider the source on, on where the information is coming from and, and also realize that there's better information out there, and it's okay to ask, but also really think about, you know, the answer you're being given. All right, very nice. Next question. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you have the last word on that one, KP. Our uh, next question is from Lindsay. <laughs> She's saying, "My coach is always saying that's a good pose for you, and then there are other poses that I need to work more to improve. Does this mean that I'm not ready to compete?" That's a good question. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think that that's uh, necessarily are you ready to compete. It's just basically don't – if it's one of your, your poses that you're you're doing for fun, that's kind of one of those things that if you, if you got it, hit it. If you don't got it, don't hit it. And um, if, you, if it's one of those poses to where it's a mandatory – Work on it. Keep refining. And even if uh, you, you aren't getting it completely right, you're still working towards that goal. And that doesn't mean that you're not ready to compete. It means that you need to take the training wheels off and go for it. And then keep refining. Yes. Very good. Jess? I think that those are the, I think that those are the moments that I don't know about her, but that gives me motivation to push. Um, you know, if you're, everybody has weak areas. Um, I know even in my own posing, like I have my own weak areas um, and that's where I ask other people for guidance, but it doesn't mean that you're not ready. It just means that those are your areas to work on. You know, we all have them. And I think that with certain poses, your body, it's just not intuitive. Um, You know, you watch things on Instagram, things on YouTube and things like that those are people that make it look easy because they've put the work in, but it's, it's not yeah. easy. So but that's why it looks easy because they put the work in. 
Kaylin, what have mm-hmm. you got on that one? Yes. Um, I, I'm going to hashtag this one hypercritical. Uh, Lindsay, look, sometimes we can be too hard on ourselves when we're getting honest information because everything's been pretty much sugar-coated along the journey. And I think your coach is just being open and honest with you, and that doesn't mean they're saying you're doing something bad. It's just that from your physique, and like Matt was saying, where you would, if you do have that phenomenal look, that the best presentation still isn't there yet. It's not saying that you're not ready. It's just saying we do have work to do in this pose or position. So, you know, I, I think we do take things a lot harder, especially with uh, the caloric deficit. Sometimes things hit much harder than we really uh, understand it to be. So, you know, don't don't overanalyze it. Just take it for what it is, and, and thank God you've got a coach that's willing to put the honest information out there. Yes. Hey, I say ditto what he says. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you've, if you've still got that extra pound or two to lose and you know it, it's visible, I mean, and it's not an over-exaggeration, I mean, that might be a reason to say, I'm not quite ready yet, or if your muscle development is not where you want it, that might be a reason to say I'm not quite ready yet. But posing is one of those areas, like so many other aspects of natural bodybuilding, you will always have room to improve. So I wouldn't say the fact that you have room to improve is a reason to say that you're not ready. You just know that your journey is going to continue on and you have a better idea of those areas that you want to improve in. Because once you improve there, you're going to find another little area to tweak. So one step at a time, put one foot in front of the other and just keep it moving. And, uh, you know, the rest of it will come. The rest of it will come. So there are my thoughts there. We have, well, actually, we don't have time for one more question, guys. I think that's it. So what I'm going to do is just turn the floor back over to Matthew and or Jess or both of them together and just give us a rundown one more time where we find out info about the Midwest Posing School, where you guys are going to be. And um, one thing that we haven't discussed is whether or not you take requests for a location. So lay it on us. Go ahead, Jess. Um, We are located on Facebook on Midwest Posing School, and July – I believe it's 21st. We will be in the Peoria area um, August 4th, that first Saturday in August. We will be in the Chicago area. Um, those events are out on our Facebook page now. Sign up. Sign up. Get it in Sign there. up. We want, we want to meet you. We're excited to meet you. All right. There you have it, folks. Check out <laughs> Midwest Posing on Facebook, and uh, all the coaches that they work with, they're listed out there, so check them out. And with that, Matthew and Jess, thanks so much for taking time this evening to share of your knowledge and, uh, you know, for getting getting this traveling school going. I think this is exciting, and I, I hope that it's a resource that continues to, to blossom and blow up. Well, we always have I'll always have fun on your show. That's all i got to say. It's awesome. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you, and we hope to have you back. Now, I know some of you out there are like Matthew Burdett. You guys, what is this, this love fest you have going on? You know what? It's not so much a love fest. Matthew has just been involved in so many aspects of the sport that we keep bringing him back for different things. We talked about <laughs> his journey about clothing, about posing, about judging. So you will kind of see that theme, not just in Matthew, but in other individuals, that when they are all over the sport and touching it in a lot of different places. Yes, we have them back. And more than likely, we're going to have Jess back somewhere in the future too. So you know what? Just stay tuned. Soak it all in. We will continue to have variety, but it's all good, folks. So, With that being said, on behalf of Matthew, Jess, the Midwest Posing School, Kaylin, myself, and the boys from P4P Muscle, your body is a temple. Hashtag chocolate way for the win. So let's build it. Build it.